What's going on, everyone? Macho Man Maddie Savage back once again. A new week, time for another Monday Night Raw recap. We are talking the Memorial Day edition of Monday Night Raw, May 30th. And guys, this is the final builds towards this Sunday's premium live event, Hell in a Cell, which is being highlighted, of course, by your Hell in a Cell match between Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins, which I cannot wait for. But before that, we got to jump in to three hours of Monday Night Raw, wrapped up in 15 minutes. Let's ride, guys. Monday Night Raw actually kicks off not with Cody Rhodes or Seth Rollins. It's Seth Rollins' wife, Becky Lynch. Um, of course, she has qualified for the Raw Women's Championship and will take on Asuka and Bianca Belair at the pay-per-view. Uh, but before that, we get a, a one final promo from Becky. Um, it, it's a lot of the same. She It's... She's earned this, and she's going to win the title, blah blah Out comes Asuka, and out comes Bianca Belair. And, uh, yeah, it's they, – they each had some time on the mic. Asuka was – it was tough, Mama, to get through that. Um, Bianca Belair, some fair points on the mic as well. It kind of led into a brawl between the three, and the baby faces, Asuka and Bianca Belair, sent uh, Becky Lynch packing for the time being. Um, so we come back from break into our first match, which is actually uh, Bianca Belair versus Asuka in a non-title match, of course. And on commentary, Becky Lynch. Um, so we get a preview of what's to come at uh, this upcoming Sunday. And uh, it's Bianca Belair picks up the win in, at the end of the day here uh, with some weird looking roll-up counter uh, I, I wasn't too impressed with the, the finish itself. It felt kind of rushed out of nowhere. But nevertheless, uh, after the match, after the bell rings, Bianca Bianca Belair and Oscar are both taken out by Becky Lynch, who stands tall to close out the segment. So um, a, a good ending to this feud before their, their match, which could steal the show unless you're more towards the Rollins and Rhodes match, which I am myself. But this match has an opportunity to be the best wrestling match um, at Hell in a Cell. So definitely looking forward to that. Uh, Becky Lynch, again, gets the upper hand to, to close out the, the final build. So one would think that she probably isn't going to come away uh, from Hell in a Cell with the title again, but we shall see. Next up, we get Ezekiel teaming up with Ray and Dominic Mysterio to take on Kevin Owens in the Alpha Academy. Again, a lot of the same here, more geared towards the focus on Ezekiel and Kevin Owens, who will take on one another at Hell in a Cell. Um, but this is your typical six-man tag match, um, and the baby faces end up picking up the win. We get a double 6-1-9 onto Chad Gable, um, and then Ezekiel hits his finisher for the 1-2-3. And yeah, so... More for me is seeing the end of this feud. It, it's been fun with Kevin Owens, um, but Kevin Owens is built for bigger and better things at this point. And yes, he's gotten Ezekiel over with the crowd, but someone like Kevin Owens should be in some type of a title picture because, man, that guy, he, he's just a workhorse and uh, totally underappreciated if you ask me, but that's neither here nor there. Now, probably the best part of the night was what kicked off the 9 o'clock hour. There was no countdown to Cody this week saying that he's coming out at 9 or coming out at 10 like he did for the past two weeks. They actually saved the countdown for a championship contenders match at 10 o'clock, which I'll get into that in a few. But before that, again, 
It's Cody Rhodes with a promo kicking off the nine o'clock hour, uh, talking about the final build, of course, towards his Hell in a Cell match with Seth Rollins. And a lot of the same here as well. We, we've seen Cody with some long, uh, long, long promos that just feel like they they extend out a little bit too long. But Rollins breaks this one up. He, he actually appears in the crowd. And um, I'm actually going to quote one of his lines because I just thought it was that damn good by Rollins. Quote, you left six years ago, and then you and your little friends tried to tear down what I built here. And when that didn't work, you came back here. You don't get to take a sledgehammer to the throne and then come back and try to take that throne from me. So, man, whew, that was probably the best line in this entire feud because it was all factual. I mean, Cody Rhodes did leave and went with his friends and built AEW. And, yes, if you guys recall or if you don't, the first pay-per-view that AEW had, Cody Rhodes came out on a throne similar to Triple H and threw a sledgehammer through it. So, And now he's back. So everything Seth Rollins brought to the table was very well done. This led to a brawl between uh, Rhodes and Rollins through the crowd. They were separated by security and referees on three different occasions, and they both kept coming back out for more. So this was a perfect closeout to their feud and their final build towards the Hell in a Cell match. And honestly, if you ask me, this probably should have been what closed out the show. Um, not a contract signing that nobody really cares about, but I'll get into that shortly as well. So after this, uh, this brawl between Rhodes and Rollins, uh, we get Alexa Bliss taking on Dewdrop with Nikki A.S.H. by her side. Uh, not much to note here. Again, it's, it's just more of Alexa Bliss continuing on her winning ways. Uh, so she does pick up a win after hitting Twisted Bliss uh, off the top rope onto Dewdrop. Now we get a, a messy Miz TV. His guests are the Street Profits. This whole thing really, uh, it, it had some funny bits to it, but it was more towards what was going to happen after the fact. And yes, haven't talked about it in a little bit, but the 24-7 title is back on TV once again. Um, so yeah, Dana Brooke just kind of shows up out of nowhere and end all here. She, gets, she loses the title to Tamina, who then kisses Akira Tozawa. And then Akira Tozawa rolls up Tamina to become the new 24-7 champion before running off. So congratulations to him for whatever, the 20, 25th time that he's won the title. Um, and, you know, it's 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 supposed to be uh, some type of comedic segments. But, man, this 24-7 title just ain't doing it for me anymore. Next up, Mustafa Ali, who was not present on last week's Raw. He takes on Champa, and the stipulation here for whatever reason, is if Ali can beat Champa, he would get a United States championship opportunity against Theory. So, but what doesn't make sense to me is if Champa beats Ali, he doesn't get a title shot. But anyway, uh, so this match ends up in a, in a disqualification, unfortunately. Theory inserts himself and gets, uh, gets Champa disqualified at the end of the day. So Ali picks up the win, and yeah. After this, Theory decides that he's going to just get his title opportunity out of the way after attacking Ali and says that he would defend his title now so he doesn't have to do it against him in the future. And we get Mustafa Ali versus Theory uh, after a commercial break. And it was a, a relatively short match. Again, Ali coming off the heels of a match against Champa and a beatdown 
from theory after the fact. So theory ends up picking up the one, two, three over Ali, but the end all here is Adam Pierce announces that Ali is going to get yet another opportunity at the premium live event. So at the hell in a cell, we are going to see theory defending the United States championship against Ali. So um, we'll see if that ends up being a clean match, but this has been all about dicking around Ali and um, it's working for me. Um, brings us to our 10 o'clock hours. I mentioned it was a championship contenders match for the unified tag team titles. The Usos taking on Riddle and Shinsuke Nakamura. Yes, that guy over from SmackDown came over to Raw here for this one. So he teams with Riddle here uh, against the Usos. We get a damn good tag team match to kick off the 10 o'clock hour. And unfortunately, though, as it is a, uh, a reoccurring recipe throughout a lot of feuds in WWE and on Raw. This one ends in a disqualification. Yes, once again. Um, so one of the Usos, I think it was Jay Uso, and I don't even know which one, uh, but he used Riddle's scooter on Riddle, and the ref saw her and called for the bell. So it would not surprise me to see this match added to the card at Hell in a Cell, um, but... There's no way in hell that the Usos are going to lose the titles to a newly formed Riddle and Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, I think the rumors that have been out there are that Nakamura is going to eventually get that opportunity against Roman Reigns. But apparently that's not happening as of yet. Uh, and he's been thro thrown into a, uh, a random tag team with Riddle. So um, we'll see what happens. But all, all, thing, all eyes point towards... The Usos are going to retain when those titles do end up getting defended. Next up, Liv Morgan versus Rhea Ripley. Yes, we are going to get, and this was also announced on Raw, we're going to get a six-man uh, intergender tag match. Man, Byron Saxon really, uh, he, he fumbled this one on commentary. It was great. Um, he tried, but he, he, he just couldn't spit it out. But we're going to get the Judgment Day taking on Finn Balor, AJ Styles, and Liv Morgan. But before that, we get Morgan and Ripley once again. We've seen this before, but this time the table's turned, and it's actually Liv Morgan who picks up a huge win over Rhea Ripley. Finally, she picks up the win over her. And after the match, Damian Priest and AJ Styles were at ringside for this one. No edge this week on Raw, and uh, the baby faces end up standing tall. Uh, Finn Balor makes his return, who... And Corey Graves had to mention that it looks like he's 100%. Because, again, if you remember last week's Raw recap, I mentioned the fact that there was no sign of Finn Balor to, to help out AJ Styles and Liv Morgan. And that, to me, it, it was unanswered and no one, no one ever acknowledged it. But Corey Graves must have saw it all, all over social media because he had to make a point to say that it does look like Finn Balor is 100%. So, um, nevertheless, it's the baby faces that stand tall here. Uh, to close out our final match of the night. So that leads us into our main event, and it's not a match, it's a contract signing. It's Bobby Lashley taking on MVP and Omos in a handicap match at Hell in a Cell, and we get a contract signing for this to close out the final Monday Night Raw before Hell in a Cell. Ah, you hate to see it. This isn't this isn't a, a, a title match. This Yes, this has been a long time, a long feud between Omos and Bobby Lashley, but th this didn't need a contract signing. It's not like they're getting into the hell in a cell themselves. So 
this could have been better fit for Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins, as I mentioned earlier, having a contract signing for the Hell in a Cell. But this is just a, a handicap match, and they dedicated the last couple minutes of Raw towards a signing. And uh, I, I, I was not a fan of this being the segment to close on Monday Night Raw, which also felt a little bit rushed towards the end. Um, they both jabber on the mic for a few, and end all the three of them sign. And then they get rid of all the equipment in the ring, the tables, the chairs, they all get thrown out of the ring and they're about to throw down. And Cedric Alexander appears out of nowhere, chop blocks Bobby Lashley. And now we get a three on one beatdown, which Bobby Lashley ends up getting the, the better end of because he takes out Cedric Alexander and then he puts Omos through it. He spears Omos through a table to close out Monday Night Raw. Um, legitimately, as soon as Omos went through the table. Bobby Lashley's music hit. The The credits came over on the bottom right. You could tell that it was kind of, uh, they were a little bit short on time. Um, but yeah, Bobby Lashley stands tall here to close out Monday Night Raw. And I like to close out my Raw recaps, of course, with a letter grade. I'm sticking with a C plus here for this week. Um, definitely some good close closure for a lot of the feuds culminating at Hell in a Cell. Uh, can't wait for the Raw Women's Championship match. Can't wait for Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes inside Hell in a Cell. Really could give two shits about Bobby Lashley, unfortunately, in this handicap match against Omos and MVP. Um, Ali's finally going to get an opportunity after getting dicked around for the past month. Um, but, yeah, Finn Balor's back. I'm sticking with a C+. I, I think it could have been better, a uh, better show overall, but... Nevertheless, I am looking forward to Hell in a Cell this uh, upcoming Sunday. So before that, stay tuned. The People's Podcast will be on. We will give you our predictions for every match on the card like we always do. So be on the lookout for that this upcoming Saturday. Uh, but for now, I am tuning out. I am the Macho Man, Maddie Savage. Thank you all for tuning in as always, and I will talk to you all soon.